Welcome to The Will Evans Show, a podcast that is meant to teach you everything you did not learn in school. Today, we're going to be talking about the best way to pay off your debt, and then I'm going to coach you up. Let's go. Last week, we heard from Trey Burcham. Uh, I was super excited to have him on, not only for what he had to say, but also because he's one of my best friends, and I really value what he says. And so if you haven't listened to that, go back and, and check it out. But we talked about paying off debt, and we talked about him paying off his student loans, and I thought, what a more perfect time to talk about how to pay off your debt but also student loans are back. And so a lot of people are freaking out because I'm hearing from you, hey, my payment is back. What do I do? And so you have some people that haven't paid on their student loans in three years. And so where did that extra money go? I don't know. People just haven't paid it, but they were paying it before. Or some people you just graduated and you've never had a payment like you've never had to make a payment and now those are all starting back this month. And so I wanted to talk about the best way to do that. And this isn't just for student loans. This is for paying off all of the debt you have. So one way that people will tell you to pay off your debt is to do a debt consolidation loan, which is a bad idea. All that does is you're just moving the debt around. So I wouldn't recommend debt consolidation because it doesn't fix the problem. And the problem is, is you are borrowing too much money. You need to stop that. Another thing, if you're a homeowner, a lot of people would take out a HELOC to fund a lot of your vacations. Uh, to, to Basically, it's a form of a debt consolidation loan and you're doing that. And you're going to dig yourself a grave to where if something happens with that HELOC, you lose your house. Because you are borrowing against your, your house, your property. And the, the third most common way that people choose to pay off their debt when they get to that position is they will do the debt avalanche. You always hear about it because mathematically, it is the best way to pay off your debt. The problem is, this isn't a math thing. This is a behavior problem. You getting in debt is a behavior problem that you have to fix the behavior So the solution that we're going to talk about is called the debt snowball. Y'all have heard it on this show. We've talked about it multiple times. It is like the debt avalanche, but with a small tweak to where it focuses on the small wins. And so y'all know Dave Ramsey. He's the biggest uh, voice out there with using the debt snowball. And he's, he's been talking about this for decades, using the debt snowball to pay off your debt. And many people criticized him for this method of, of paying off debt. And then CNBC came out in 2018 uh, with a Harvard, uh, a Harvard business review or s- survey, I guess, that they did and basically said that Dave was right all, of, all, of, all the time. All these decades he'd been talking about, he was basically right. They write and say, if you look strictly at the numbers – there is a right way to pay off debt. Mathematically, the best way to maximize your money is to focus on paying down debts with the highest interest rate, which is known as the debt avalanche. You take all of your debts, you look at the interest rates, 
Whatever has the highest interest rate, that is what you pay. Then they go on to say, however, the avalanche method isn't always the most effective one because for many people, it doesn't generate the motivation needed to make a debt elimination a priority. In fact, researchers for the Harvard Business Review found that the opposite approach, known as the debt snowball method, actually proved to be the most effective strategy. And then they go on to say, uh, popularized by the total money makeover author Dave Ramsey, the snowball method prioritizes your smallest debts first, regardless of your interest rate. So all that to say that Dave has been saying this for decades and Harvard comes out and basically backs everything up because what has Dave understood for the past 30 years he's been coaching people? He's understood that personal finance is 80% behavior and 20% head knowledge. So when it comes to the debt snowball, how do you do this? You list your debts from smallest to largest, regardless of the interest rates. So for you math nerds out there, you're going to have to get past this. But think about it this way. If you're looking at all the credit card debt that you're in and you want to pay off the highest interest rate because I think right now the average credit card interest is 20.7%, which is insane. Yes, that that is a crazy amount that you would have to pay in interest. And for you to want to prioritize those first because mathematically it makes sense that that doesn't that doesn't work because if it was a math problem you wouldn't be in credit card debt because mathematically that does not make sense that you would borrow money at 20% interest that doesn't make sense so we're not doing that we're listing our debts from smallest to largest regardless of the interest rates and you have to write them down Writing them down is going to be the first step of you taking control of your money, taking control of your finances, because for far too long, we, you have put this off, you just put it on the back burner, you haven't even thought about it, and so writing them down is owning uh, what you have gotten yourself into. So writing them down, put them on a notepad, put them in your phone, somewhere that you can see it, because that is going to be the first step in taking control of your money. So after you list your debts from smallest to largest, then you are going to pay minimum payments on every debt except the smallest. You're going to pour the coal to the smallest debt that's picking up overtime, that's getting a side job, driving for Lyft, Uber, Uber Eats, DoorDash. You're doing all that stuff to bring in as much money as possible and pouring the coal to that smallest debt to get rid of it. So as you pay off debts, you roll All that money you were putting on that smallest debt, you roll it into the next payment till that one's gone and so on. You keep doing that till all of your debts are paid off. And the reason you are doing this is because you are getting those small wins. Like it said in the article, it's talking about motivation. you, You get one small win, it fires you up and you keep doing it over and over again. And people that are doing the debt snowball, on average, if you are actually doing it, you're working overtime, you're doing second jobs, you're doing all of that stuff, selling everything you can, you will pay off your debt in 18 to 24 months. So in the grand scheme of things, you're not losing that much money. And when it comes to the debt avalanche versus the debt snowball, if I had to guess, I haven't run the numbers, but my guess, or I haven't looked at any research on it, 
my guess would be that it's only going to be a two to three month difference. The problem is that's on paper. People that do the debt avalanche, they don't actually do it because they get discouraged because they're paying a $30,000 credit card and they have a bunch of these debts that they could be using all those minimum payments on top of the bigger payment. When you do the debt avalanche, I would say eight out of 10 times, they do not finish what they start. With the debt snowball, you're getting those small key wins that are going to help you push through this. So again, the debt snowball, what you do, you list your debts from smallest to largest, regardless of the interest rate. You then pay minimum payments on every debt except the smallest. And then as you pay the debts off, you roll that payment into the next debt, causing that snowball effect where it gets bigger and bigger. And eventually you can get to financial freedom, financial peace to where you are debt free, except for your mortgage. You're listening to The Will Evans Show. Hey guys, it's Will. I know this show is all about what you didn't learn in school, but for some of you, you need a little more personalized help, and that's what Evans Financial Coaching is. I specialize in helping people pay off debt and build wealth. If this is you, I've put my contact info in the show notes, so please reach out. I'm here to help you. Evans Financial Coaching, creating paths to financial freedom. Welcome back to The Will Evans Show. We have been talking about the best way to pay off your debt, and that is the debt snowball. And for those of you that need a little more help, you just heard a commercial about coaching. That's the biggest thing we do in my coaching sessions. We do budgeting, and we pay off, We work out a plan to pay off debt. Um, that, I mean, that, that's really the two biggest things we do. We talk about goal planning and wealth planning and stuff like that. But the biggest thing is helping you get control of your money by paying off debt, getting on a budget, doing all that. So that's something you're interested in, let me know. Uh, I always have a link in the show notes that can uh, help you get in contact with me if if you're interested in that. And we have a question today, and it says, so right now our emergency fund is in a local bank money market account. The interest on it isn't very high, even though it's the best my bank offers is it worth moving all that over to a high-yield savings that is doing 4% right now? Yes, I would say, well, I guess, let's think about it this way. And this is how I think about my emergency fund is, when's the last time you used your emergency fund? For me, ever since Kendall and I got out of debt, we haven't even touched our emergency fund. And that's been... I guess almost a year. And so obviously, yes, something could happen, but we don't touch our emergency fund very often. And so when it comes to putting your emergency fund into a high yield savings, stuff like that, you want to make sure it's still liquid because if something does happen, you can have access to it. But at the end of the day, it doesn't necessarily have to be in your local bank. It can be uh, in... uh, Personally, I use a Marcus account. It's uh, backed by Goldman Sachs. I have uh, most of our emergency fund in that. And then I have some of my emergency fund in uh, through my investments guy. It's not in the stock market. It's not uh, in a money market. It's basically in a high yield savings. And so it, 
honestly, the biggest reason it split up is because uh, I had some money in there with him, and then I opened up a, a high yield savings through Marcus. I'm obviously not endorsed, um, or I'm not endorsing Marcus. It, it's just what I personally use, um, and I'm not sure what their interest right now is, but I mean, it's it's probably around 4%. I know at one point it was over 5%, but I know some of those interest rates have started to go back down. So yeah, I think I think that would be a good move. Move it. Um, it's not going to hurt anything. It's also not going to hurt anything to stay in your money market at your local credit union. Uh, you're probably missing out on a couple hundred bucks a year, depending on how much you have in there. So yeah, I, I but I don't see anything wrong with putting it over there. You just want to make sure that it's liquid, and if something does happen, that you uh, are able to get that money. Um, and I, but I think with the Marcus account, I can pay stuff out of my Marcus account. I can wire money to my account, or I can just transfer it in. It's usually there the next day if need be. And so one one way that y'all can help out this show is by liking, uh, following, subscribing, doing all those things that kind of help the algorithm out. I would be grateful if y'all could do that. It would help help me out a ton. And I. If you are finding value in the show, you should want to share it with others. Obviously, I am biased. I, I love this show, and I've gotten some great feedback from it. And uh, leave, leave a review. Leave a five-star review. We don't really want any one-star reviews because that doesn't help out the show. So if you want to leave a one-star review, just put it on the next podcast, and uh, we'll just keep five stars on this podcast. But, yeah, so also share it. Share it on social media. Uh, some of y'all uh, did that recently because you are getting uh, a couple free coaching sessions. So I appreciate all those that shared it on their story um, and sent that in. Uh, that was a huge help. And we're hoping that this show can reach more people. And that was the reason behind doing all that. So I appreciate that. So yeah, like, share, follow, subscribe, do all those things just to help this show out. And as always, it's a huge thanks to Ben for making the show run. And remember that no one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. This is The Will Evans Show.